Welcome back to another episode of the Rap Nerds presented by the Music Support Group. Uh, this is your boy Kurt, uh, aka Leroy Green the Third on Instagram. I'm out here in LA. Uh, we got a special guest, but first I'll let my boy uh, Darren introduce himself. <laughs> uh, you know, it's your boy Darren, uh, 40 ounce guru out in Atlanta. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm, I'm excited. We have our first first, right? yeah, first, it's like a first celebrity. <laughs> I am excited. It's our first like. Like she's our first guest outside of the music support group. This is this is pretty exciting. Like internationally known. Internationally known. Ooh, yeah, internationally known. (laughs) It's a fact. It's a fact. (laughs) What's up, Paige? How are you doing? Hi guys. I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me. What's up? So um yeah, just go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh give us a little background information. Yeah, so my name is Paige. Paige Mariah is what I go by online. I am a YouTuber, a digital content creator. Um, I basically vlog about my life abroad, so expat life. Uh, I moved to London almost two years ago now, and it's been a wonderful experience, and I just wanted to document it and share it with the world. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I do now. Love it. Love it. So we, um, the episode today and why we have the illustrious Paige joining us, um, we really want to, <laughs> um, in this, in this, you know, it's, it's pandemic, it's quarantine. And so the, the visual, you know, creating visuals for your, your music, for people to really engage with their content is super important, especially in the music game. Um, and so we found it fascinating that, you know, kind of the origin of, all of this digital creativity within the YouTube space is arguably, you know, originate within rap via Soldier Boy, right? Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to kind of talk about that and talk about kind of like how he's influenced us and, and the music industry as a whole and YouTube and, and content, digital content as a whole um, across various, various, um, you know, artistic ventures. And, uh, and we also wanted to kind of get your perspective on how it influenced you. So we're going to talk about that today. But before we get into any of that, um, <laughs> you know, being that, you know, I'm from Atlanta and, and Kurt went to school in Atlanta, we kind of have to talk about yeah, man. versus Gucci. Yeah, so we're going we gonna to talk about that before we get into the fun YouTube stuff. So, Man, sure. I, I felt like I was in a club. Like, I felt like I was at Compound, bro. <laughs> I felt like I was at Compound. I'm glad I wasn't either. I made, you know, but I like, but in that moment in my living room, I wanted to like teleport to Atlanta, like quarantine, like COVID filled Atlanta and just be amongst my people and just celebrate this historic moment of two legends getting together. It almost got ugly. (laughs) It almost, it almost took a hard turn left. But we prevailed, man. man. And that just that just speaks to the positivity and hope that you we need in this land right now. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna assume well, we don't wanna assume that all of our listeners are, you know, fully aware of who Gucci and Jizzy are. So just a quick, quick, quick backdrop. Their careers span about fifteen, twenty years. Um they both kind of came up through the genre of, of trap, right? You know, so uh, and back in two thousand five um, there was a <laughs> long story short. One of Jeezy's homeboys tried to rob Gucci. <laughs> Gucci responded 
with a you know self defense. Yeah. Um, ended put up him, put him down. The young man yeah. that tried to rob him ended up being put in the dirt, as Gucci <laughs> loudly and proudly claims. Um, Gucci got off. Uh, he, he was you know acquitted of all charges because it was self defense, and you know disc records ensued and you know they obviously haven't been cool since because you know jesus you killed my friend yeah you, you try to rob me so you know and this is the fact that they were in the same room at the same time was pretty monumental and just those two arts as a whole it was historic was super man. inspirational yeah. like did like the music that they provided for atlanta not just atlanta but you know the rap as a whole across the country they have a lot of diehard fans and the music was you know the backdrop of a lot of our adolescents into college so like that's why it was such a huge you know a pretty large versus where they yeah. even had Stacey Abrams. One, yeah, one point <laughs> two, one point two million people showed up, and then Stacey. Yeah. I, do you think Stacey Abrams regrets kicking it off? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, bro, that it got it almost got ugly. It got it got tense. It got it real it tense though. I wasn't gonna get that crazy. It wasn't. It Man, that dude that said, bad. "I'm smoking on your partner's dead ashes, bro." <laughs> but, but look, he, he did say that. He did say he smoked a pookie load tonight. That was pretty <laughs> to his face. I think um, if I think Jeezy being like, first of all, I want to know how we explained. Um, I don't know if you know his wife. I'm not. I don't know her name. Um, his wife is a woman. She's from the Keisha? talk. No, not Keisha. No, Jeezy's not Keisha. wife. Jeezy's oh, Jeez, wife. Jeannie Mai. Yes, I want to know. Like when Jeezy kind of gave her the the backstory, <laughs> I don't know how she received that. <laughs> uh, they were really joking on her on Twitter. Oh my gosh! Like, there's no way. For, I want to know was she there. Like, I would love to know. No, was, no like, way. She, she was in. <laughs> no way. She was in no. Magic City. On a what was it? No. A Thursday night. <laughs> how, how much in a pandemic, bro? In a pandemic, does she, does she know the full context? Do you think he's like told her the full context? And do you think he's actually like he's? Do, how many niggas did he use in a conversation when he's explained to her what happened? No, I think he. I think he. I think this is what happened. I think this is what happened. I think he said, "Babe, I used to run with some very bad people." Just kept it real plain and broad. I used to run with some very bad people, and I did some very bad things bad at one point or another. <laughs> we got to get on it, man. Let's move on, bro. Let's get on time real Okay. We've come here to talk about... Um, YouTube and, and rap's kind of uh, impact on YouTube and the growth on YouTube. Um, so I just want to ask a broad, you know, general question to the group, to the both of you. What was your first introduction to YouTube? Anybody can take this. Let's, let's uh, Paige go first. I mean, you guys mentioned before, like, Soulja Boy. I think that's probably my first memory of YouTube, like, watching all the crank that yeah. videos <laughs> on YouTube. Like, I can't even lie. Like, when I think about it, I remember searching, because there were so many different versions of, yeah, like, the crank were. that. And yep. I was trying to learn all the different ones. Like, yep. every time I learned one, like, a new one came out. Like, mm -hmm. that's what I think of when I think of, like, a, like OG YouTube. I think um, between... I loved how he, so he used like, you know, he used MySpace to like, have, you know, have his, his like, artsy way of, of showcasing who he was and, 
And then he combined that with, you know, obviously the visuals to the video. So you have your, you know, your um, crank that, your shootout. I got buried in apes to him doing the dance in his grandma's living room with, <laughs> with A-Rab. Like that was, we were all like, we. it's like you weren't, you weren't like going to YouTube content. You were like, no, I'm going to YouTube for social. Like he was bringing you yeah. to this space. And yeah. then you happen to see, oh, okay. there's also cat videos and I, some guy talking about chick-fil-a in the woods like <laughs> i think the best part about that was like you kind of had to go out of your way to search for the content too though right like i remember like my yeah. homeboy showed it to me in like computer class like our freshman year freshman year of high school <laughs> or whatever it was like we supposed yeah. to be typing or whatever he's like bro type in soldier boy crank that you know and then at the end of the class we back in the back of the class trying to learn to dance or whatever um yeah. did you guys did still even have computer class like that like so thing i'm sure it is <laughs> is it do they like i don't know I like they're all just i feel like they're all just like naturally computer like computer literate. <laughs> like they just grow up and like why would why would they need computer class i don't that's know that's true ask amber please <laughs> you ask amber? <laughs> no i'm sure i'm sure your answer is going to come back like not what you're expecting <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, but that leads to my next question. Did y'all ever try to hop on any of those dance trends like early on in YouTube? Yes. What you mean? Did, and did you ever? And did you ever record <laughs> yeah. yourself? What was your favorite? What was your go-to no, dance move? I mean, just, I was in Atlanta, so I mean, you know, walking out, <laughs> pool palace, they all the same thing. Uh, Roosevelt, <laughs> all that stuff, man. It was. In Chicago, y'all had different. Sound, in Chicago, y'all had different stuff though. Y'all had like what? Had, tell like, us about that. And I couldn't, I couldn't do any of it. <laughs> <laughs> I had like the big foot, foot working, like movement. I could never do it though. But I like watching the videos of people doing it. People still get on YouTube and footwork. It's actually crazy. So what was your go-to dance then? I know you did something in, in your freshman. This all this stuff came out like our freshman sophomore. So like you, I know you was hitting some dance in your in the, your <laughs> high school. Homecoming dance or whatever. Like, what was what your what was Paige's go to dance in high school? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I had a signature dance move. Like, I still remember doing all the crank dads, but Amber was definitely the dancer. She would try to teach me all the dances, but I could never catch them. <laughs> she knew them all, though. I remember so when that, oh, so if she ahead. was teaching you those videos, that means there has to be on your computers from way back. I know. I wish I could find them. I know Amber and I have some old like dancing videos on YouTube somewhere. Like I know I never deleted them. So they're in the universe. They're out there somewhere. <laughs> Hopefully no one ever finds them. There's a video out there. In the, there's a video out there on Al Gore's internet of me trying to jerk. You remember the jerk dance when they oh got hot? <laughs> there's a video of me jerking. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. There's definitely videos of me doing jerking on YouTube somewhere. I love how like, like YouTube, you were able, it was able to like, you know, spread all these different dances from regional areas. Like otherwise, otherwise you would only see them like in music videos if they happen to be in a video. But YouTube, you like, there's no reason we should know how to jerk without YouTube. I know we wouldn't because it was like a regional thing. Like wasn't yeah. it like California? Yeah, that was, that was, that was, and, like South Dallas Cali. swag and, and and Dougie and that was like Dallas and all that. Like it was. There's no reason that, and then I love how because of that, where everyone just kind of mushes them together and creates their own unique thing. And it's it's beautiful, man. It's also it's also funny. We still do that today. Yeah, 
It's also funny, like, how dance trends, like, especially, like, on YouTube have kind of, like, evolved, right? Like, you got Meg's yeah. new dance trend, I guess, that, that body stuff. It's like a whole yeah. routine. It's like a whole... It's like a whole three-minute routine, like Michael Jackson thriller yeah. routine. And I dance is like, you just... It's too much now. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. I mean, I, this is just too much for me. Like that's, that's just like I don't have the who has the energy. Uh, I I get I get concerned when I see people my age learning the choreography of certain dances. I'm like, when are you going to do this dance? It's not for you. And that's Why okay. though? But we <laughs> I mean, we used to do that stuff when we grew up. Like we literally used to sit on YouTube for hours and just watch these dances or whatever. Like. Oh, let me see how Lil Pookie hit his, hit his South Dallas flag or whatever. Who did who did for bro. hours? Who did right. for hours? Okay, okay. Baby, whatever. <laughs> you don't take hours to learn to crank that, bro. What she? Hold on, bro. I had to, I had to learn every version like of it. I feel like there's a difference. I feel like there's a difference though, because back in, when we were in high school, like those dances, if the song came on the party, you could do those mm-hmm. dances. I feel like who's yeah. gonna be doing these full three minute routines when the songs come on the parties? Like it's bro, just not that, the same. It's not like these full three minute routines are like some like save the last dance battle at the club. Like, yeah. it's, it's not, first of all, I thought that's how that's why I thought it was that's what you did in the club when you got older. Like I had no idea. I thought, oh, well, I just, you just have to go to the club with the crew and be prepared to battle. Like we got to make I sure mean, we, we set. This, Which this, for a while in Atlanta, it was like that during the snap that area. There was dance crews with uh, teams and they'd go to the club and they would have battles. Hey, I remember hearing. I remember hearing a rumor, like in high school, that somebody did, like, did the 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 snap that so the pool palace so hard that they broke their neck and died. (laughs) (laughs) See how rumors just spread. Internet. We were in three completely different states, guys. Yeah, and we all heard that. A bunch of nonsense. Nobody died from <laughs> snapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! But speaking of these dance trends, you also kind of see like this switch from uh, music videos from you know TV um, mm-hmm. to strictly YouTube. Like, there's no more um, 106 in parks. There's no more yeah. you know what TMZ Live, whatever TRL. it was, TRLs. You know what I'm saying? There's no more yeah. um, Rap City to basements. That was my favorite. I used to come on and watch Rap City to basement every day. Um, there's no more BET on cuts. You know, everything. You, you, you don't need it. It's like it's you don't need it. It's like it's it's artists are now you're dropping your your content. Like the artists will drop a, a video straight to YouTube, and like that's how they release it. Mm-hmm. it like yeah. it's, you can't even get it. Some some tracks you can't even get it on streaming. Yet. I think Drake did that. Several artists are doing that, but Drake did that. With like one of the war tracks, one of those drill tracks he did went straight to YouTube, and then you couldn't get it for a few days until on streaming until after you, like, you consumed the video on YouTube. So I guess that's how their their preferred method of, of you know sharing content it's interesting um i like to get that's where the money perspective is. on that yeah, so, so is that is that really what it is is that like <laughs> that's where the money is like i mean there's so many artists who have even like said publicly like they make so much money off of youtube like they mm-hmm. are paying their rent from youtube mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah I mean, it it really comes down to the views. Like that's how you get paid mm-hmm. um, from the ad, the advertisements that run on the video, and mm-hmm. then the more views you get, the more people are running that ad, and your money mm-hmm. is just Flowing breaking in. up. So it's like, why yeah. would you not want to, you know, yeah. put your stuff on YouTube? Like, who needs to put it on TV? Because I don't think, I mean, the yeah. artists were going to get paid directly from 
No. That, you know, no. like when yeah, they're getting paid. No, so right. I don't think they're getting paid for that, right? Yeah. So, so now I'm they sorry. can do that on their own. Yeah. Now they can put it up on their own and make money directly. It, yeah. Especially when you're like it's in the quarantine, you're you already before quarantine, right? Your main money was was it wasn't CD sales, like that's not a thing anymore, right? Nor is it streaming. Right. They don't make enough money off streaming. It's touring, right? So if you can't do touring, it has to be up find a way to to make up that money. And I guess YouTube videos is your best. That's how you have an artist like NBA Youngboy, who's like one of the hottest artists in America, that <laughs> <laughs> off of like dudes streaming them off their PS4, like. <laughs> People stream his videos for hours. Like, they just leave Bro, it on the, the TV on a loop. and let it run. On a loop. <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> like, I don't even... Make him, make him some more money. Bro, it's, it's insane. I think, what was that article that Kurt shared with me? I, 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 don't, I don't have it up, so I can't... Get yeah, it so I, it was, I was trying to cut in on page, but I was letting her finish her point. But, like, to point you were saying, like, they, the artists are getting the money straight to their pockets now compared to, like, yeah. you know, but they are having to front the money up themselves now. <clears throat> excuse me and com- compared to like um when the um music videos were on tv mm-hmm. you know the labels would uh front them the money and everything now kind of like know, what kevin was talking about as far as labels giving yeah. them a budget up front so yeah. they can get their, their music and music and videos out yeah so now these you know these artists are you know putting their own money in these music videos and everything and they're getting the money right back i because i just peeped today like i remember like when you used to go and watch videos music videos like official music videos um it would be under the labels like right like this would be it, like sony entertainment yeah. yg's yeah. Yeah. um go mm-hmm. loco right or like today i went on like meg the stallion's page youtube page and i saw mm-hmm. her body you know body video plus i saw her like vlogs and everything as well yeah um yeah, so it's all hers so it's like all going yeah to her. so it's all going to her like which i wanted to ask you page or it, do you think that's like the new mm-hmm. trend with like music artists or like just celebrities in general this this blog vlogging of your yeah. their daily lives. Yeah, I feel like it gives. I feel like it gives people another way to like get an inside of these artists' lives. You know, I see more behind the scenes and what they're doing. Like I know a lot of celebrities now are like doing the vlog thing, and people are just doing it like as extra income on the side. They know they're going to make, you know, extra money from it. So they're just like, why not? You know, I'm already filming the music video. Let me film behind the scenes and throw this video up on yeah. YouTube. Oh, I didn't even think about know, that. And make yeah. some more money. That's true. Yeah. So why not? That's true. <laughs> why not? I guess that's why you see like a lot of, you know, I, I guess people eat up that content too. Like a lot of behind the scenes, like, oh, this is me getting prepared for my concert or whatever. Or this is me getting prepared yeah. to my... Um, I, I wonder, I don't know if you can speak exactly to this, but I wonder if there's a difference between like, just putting it like Beyonce straight up on HBO and, and compared to just letting it drop on YouTube and just racking up those dollars. Cause you get, you get collective checks, the more views you get. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think that's just that's just what makes the most sense right now. Just, you know, putting it up there and the more money you get, your checks are just going to get big. I mean, the more views you get, your checks are just going to be bigger and bigger. So, yeah. I can't see the list of questions, but this is I, I hope I'm not going to order. Kurt. <laughs> I'm I'm really curious as to like um like do you cuz I mean you don't do music, right? You're you you're Right. content your theme of everything is your you know lifestyle blog right lifestyle, Showing how you're yeah. 
right? Like going how you're, you know, going through life and, and taking certain challenges and people trying to, you know, find what you're going through relatable and that's why they identify with it. Um, do you, yeah. what kind of led you from, how did you go from seeing Soldier Boy, seeing what YouTube was going through life and then making that decision to say, all right, I actually want to create in this space, not music, lifestyle, but yeah. there's some connection yeah. there. Like what, what drove you there? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so just even from the early days of me, like getting on YouTube and watching Soulja Boy and then uploading my videos with my friends, it's just always been something that I enjoy doing, like making videos and, um, collecting memories, I guess you could say, like I've been blogging for years before I started this channel that I'm using now. Like I, I think my first YouTube channel, I made it in like 2008 or 2009, whenever, like the, at the beginning. Um, but then I started this new YouTube channel in 2015 and I feel like it just, I don't know, it's just a new chapter. It was a new chapter and I wanted to just like document what I was going through at that time. So it has actually like transitioned with me as I've grown. So like it began as like a Mm. fashion thing. And then I went through a weight loss journey and I decided to document that. And then my channel, you know, started to get really big because it was a really relatable topic. Then I moved to London and I'm like, okay, I'm going to share that journey. It's really just all about being relatable. People do, you know, besides, you know, to listen to music and things like that, people get on there to find people that they can relate to or find answers. You know what I mean? So people might want to move abroad. So they're like, you know, on YouTube searching how to move abroad as an American and then I pop up. So it kind of just works out like that. Like YouTube is such like a search tool Mm -hmm. these days. Like if I need to... (laughs) you know, know how to do anything, I can find a tutorial on YouTube. So, yeah. So you said... It it just worked out. So you said you kind of create your content as like your kind of, your life flows, right? Do you also find that your followers kind of ebb and flow through your content as well? Yeah, that's a good question. So I was really nervous when I was going to transition from the fitness content to the like living abroad because I'm like that has nothing to do with each other like my audience is probably not gonna receive this well and they did you know what I mean so once you like build an audience and they start to have a connection with you I honestly believe like whatever you put out as long as it's like good content they're gonna kind of support you Mm. or you know be interested in it so yeah they ended up transitioning with me to that new topic and I feel like Whenever I get married, have kids, I'm gonna vlog <laughs> that, and I feel like they'll be interested. They'll be interested in that too because it's it's me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and I they guess, just are interested now in what I do in my journey. So I, I guess I'm kind of jumping ahead, but like, what's what is your? I, do you even have like an ultimate goal with 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 this platform that you have? Like, what is? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I feel like YouTube is still such a. Um, I don't know what the word for it is. Like most YouTubers who are like OG YouTubers, they've still only been doing it for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like nobody has been doing this for 20 years. So you don't really know like where the it is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think anybody has retired from YouTube yet. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. they aged out and they're like, I'm done. Like, so I don't really know. Like I would just hope that, you know, more projects and different things would come from it because I don't know if I see myself being like, 55 years old still trying to you know vlog Mm -hmm. but I mean who knows maybe I'll be into that (laughs) but I feel like I feel like it's just going to like bring me more and more and more opportunities and it already has started bringing me like wonderful opportunities so 
hopefully I can do some other things that I'm interested in and it'll branch off from this. You know what I mean? Mm. A lot of people who have done YouTube have gone into doing like presenting and hosting and things like that because they mm. show that they have like a good, you know, personality for it on YouTube. So who knows what I'll be doing next. You know what this made me think of this. So <clears throat> rap is a, it's a pretty, you know, young genre, right? It's gotten older and we're yeah. just now seeing yeah. the, like the Jay-Z's, the Snoop Dogg's, the Dr. Dre's, you know, starting yeah. to get to that age. And it's, and when people, you know, when rappers first in this embassy and people started really recognizing a big career on it, it was still more so figuring out, all right, how long can I do this? Like, there's no way I can live off it forever. And but it just kind of evolved. And as it evolved, the content shifted in and, you know, you know, was malleable to whatever their lifestyle was. And, yeah. and then you have the more sharp critiques of artists as they get older, you know, what are you going to keep rapping about? What are you going to, what's your content going to be about? But as long as you're finding ways to, like you mentioned, making it relatable to people, whatever their audience is, then you can keep doing it. Like there's no, who's to say there's a retirement age? Who's to say there's a, when you have to stop it? So I think because YouTube is such a, like you mentioned, a young platform thing to do. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what to call it. Like yeah, it's going to keep I mean, evolving. So yeah. who's to say like, yeah. you know, five years from now, your life, who knows what you'll be doing? Who knows what we'll be doing? And you'll still probably find a way to, make creative interest in content like you've been doing so yeah exactly yeah well put so what inspired your move to london that was a big leap in your life not even <laughs> not just your career but just like life in general what inspired that you know no family no friends yeah um man so many different things inspired me but i would say it was ultimately because i was feeling very unfulfilled and stuck in my career mm -hmm. Um, I stayed at a job like way longer than I should have. I stayed there for four and a half years and I probably should have left after two. Um, but sometimes you get really comfortable in what you're doing and you know what's expected of you. It's easy to just, you know, fall into that routine and kind of stay there forever. Mm -hmm. I knew that I needed to do something different. And I had always kind of thought about living abroad, but I was like, no, like you're, you're going to be 26 soon. Like you probably, um, you know, missed that you know, chance, like you should have just studied abroad while you were in undergrad. But I started doing more research and I realized that it was very possible. I was not too old to do that. I I really have gotten over that mindset of, of being too old to do something because that's, that's real. never that's, true. That's real. That's real. But um, yeah, I just, yeah, I just decided to take the leap and it's probably one of the best decisions, if not the best decision I've ever made for myself, because it has just like propelled me so much further and I honestly feel like when you start like allowing yourself to walk in your purpose it's like things just kind of start falling in your lap and it just all starts to make sense and that's what's happened since I've moved there so really happy that I did it finally that's what's up so like when you're filming these videos and like when you're I guess yeah like when you're filming these videos or getting inspiration for these videos how like how do you decide like how much of your life you're going to show like you just explained, like you were going through, you know, you felt like you were stuck at work. Like, like how much do you let off to your audience? Like to your, I don't want to call me your fans or your followers, your followers or whatever, you know, subscribers, like subscribers followers, yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, like, um, like how yeah. do you decide? Like, how do you, you know, like, okay, I'm only going to show this amount of the, the pain and struggle or whatever, you know, like <laughs> that I'm going through, you know, and like uh, oh, 2% of it compared to, right. you know, I'm really dealing with that. The iceberg mm -hmm. is really at the below, you know, the mountains below the sea or whatever. Yeah. Right. 
Like, how do you deal with that? I'm sorry. No, that's a good question. Um, man, it's really just kind of like trial and error because you'll know like when you said too much, you know mm. what I mean? And then people are kind of like people on YouTube, they don't ever forget anything that you say. So, or they don't forget anybody that you show. Like if you show somebody that you're dating and they're going to be asking about them forever, <laughs> you have to keep those things in mind. You know, once you put things on the internet, yeah. they never go away. Yeah. So I kind of think that's just something, you know, that you have to remember, especially when you're doing YouTube and you're sharing your personal life. These things are never going to go away. So only speak on things that you wouldn't mind if mm. people are going to keep asking about it forever. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, I just uh, uh, in the neck, oh, no. In the oh, no. oh no. Oh no. Because you know, that can get kind of like <laughs> you know what I mean? And I've had people, you know, run into me on the street that weren't mm. you know, all the way, yeah. So anyways, yeah, you just have to, So how yeah, how do you, you do how really do you handle selected. that? How do you handle that? Like people just randomly coming up it's to you scary. and stuff like that. So overall, it's a nice experience like having people come up to me and say they recognize me because like we mentioned before, like it's all about, you know, people relating to you. So people mm -hmm. feel like they know you, yeah. you know what I mean? And they've never met you in person. I have people that message me and they say I actually call you like my friend, like my YouTube friend when I talk to people. Like I'll say my friend from YouTube named Paige, she said this, even though we've never met. So it feels like a friendship, but you know, you just have to keep in mind that you don't know these people, you know, in real life. But I think that's the difference between like celebrities who share their, you know, vlogs, like you guys were talking about Meg Thee Stallion and things like that. That's a little bit different because they're showing like their, you know, their behind the scenes, their music videos, their work, you know, things like that. But when you're a YouTube blogger, you're showing like what you're eating in the morning. Mm. You're telling them about the terrible day you had at work. Like it gets really personal. Mm -hmm. So you do have to, you know, it, there's a difference when it comes to that. So speaking to that, I think I, I've seen, I follow Meg on Instagram. I've seen her yeah. starting to vlog like her kind of life at home. Probably not like on a oh, day to day or whatever, but like I've seen her start to vlog. Like if you go to her page, you can see like, like I'm at my house partying with my friends type blogs or whatever you know and i'm sure you know people that's eat probably also very inspired by the pandemic as well mm. you know that like how you were saying like people have to you know people have to come up with a different content they're not doing the shows and stuff mm. so they're like thinking of other ways to connect with their supporters so maybe she wouldn't have even done that if it wasn't like these strange times do you do you think it's also um so like creating art can be therapeutic right um, I think it's also can be therapeutic for artists, um, you know, when they're not, when they're, they're using these, you know, ways to connect to their audience in, you know, in these unprecedented times. And I think it's a therapeutic for them, but it's also to your point can cause them to maybe overshare. So relating it back to you and your content, when you like, when you're creating how, I know you mentioned earlier, like you have a way of filtering through it, but. Also, I can imagine that if this can be therapeutic for you at times when you're talking through these decisions yeah. that you're trying to make. So, like, how yeah. how do you walk that line? I mean, it's just a tough one. Like, I think about it, like, like I said, like, I just remember that it's never going to go away. I remember that um, my mom watches all my vlogs, so there's no <laughs> I'm not going to share, like, crazy stuff. Right. You know what I mean? 
We have um, to remember that our moms want listen to the podcast. Yeah. Hey, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and they be listening like, too, bro. They be listening. Yeah. <laughs> would your mom, would you want your mom to hear this? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I know like a lot of people get really, really personal and they talk about some like intimate, you know, subjects and things like that. But I don't do that on my channel personally. Um, because like I said, people get so invested and I, I'm still, even though I'm, you know, online, I have a big online presence. I'm still a very Mm. private person. Like Mm. I really Mm. do feel like I'm still private. I don't really talk about my dating life on there too much because I, I said I had a bad experience with that. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I just am very selective about what I say. And even if you say too much while you're filming, that's what the editing process is for. You better, you know. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it that's out. Right. That's why the artists got Johnny's IG lives. <laughs> yeah, it's different. It's different. Like, they, yeah. they, got, they got Johnny's IG lives. Man. So yes, I, and I, they'll catch you in a second. So I mm. guess to kind of rewind through your YouTube career, um, when you were filming, originally filming, when did you realize, like, I can make checks off this, like, real checks? Oh, Man, so basically, I'm not sure the exact uh, rules they have now, but when I was waiting to become monetized on YouTube, you needed to have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 consecutive watch hours. So I was just waiting for that to happen. (laughs) My views were so, you know, low. I'm just like, okay, I don't know if I'll ever make money on here, but I just kept doing it. And then I remember making this video, like it took me like five minutes to film and I had just gotten home from the gym. I looked crazy, but I was like, I'm just going to throw this video up. All of a sudden, the views just started going <laughs> insane. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, And it's it's always the one that you didn't put that much effort into. Yep. I'm like, I would have put my makeup on. Like, yeah. I would have been looking nice. Because at this point, I haven't, I haven't checked in recently, but the last time I checked, it had 13 million views. 13, yeah. yeah. So, we checked the yeah, we checked video. we checked yesterday. I think it was like at twelve point five or something it? like that. Twelve point five, okay, twelve point yeah. five, yeah. It's very, very high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So once that video started taking off, once that video started taking off, I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." So that means I'm gonna get monetized soon. But I still, it still didn't really connect to me that I was gonna make money. And my first check was like two thousand dollars and i was like they're just gonna give this to me like like what like this is what you give me yeah because i uploaded this video you're just going to direct deposit Uh, this money like it's it's still like almost doesn't you know like even feel real to me now but yeah like i just saw like i saw it happening like as the views kept Mm -hmm. going up i was like oh my gosh like i'm about to get a check Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. is crazy and I never turned back. So that video, <laughs> that video is still like paying my rent. So it's crazy. Shout out wow. to that day. That wow. is insane. I shout out to wow. that. It's, it's, that it's, it's, that's how it is. It's always, it's always like you said, the one piece of content that you don't expect to be the one piece yeah, of content to get you where you want to be. And that's why I always tell people, because people are always asking me advice, like, how do you start making money on YouTube? Like, how do you make it like your career? And I'm like, you just keep uploading because you never know what video is going to be that one that pops. You just don't know. It's going to happen when you least expect it. You know what I mean? So you just got to keep going. Unless you're a celebrity and the views are just going to come. You know what I mean? But if you're a regular person like me, you just got (laughs) to wait until it's your moment. (laughs) Not regular no more. 
<laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, Darren. <laughs> so, what's some of the biggest things? So, what's some of the biggest things you've had to learn, like throughout this whole process? Like, I guess through like your career and just like as a person, what's some of the you know biggest life lessons you've learned? Mm. I like to get deep on here every now and then. Darren oh, hates yeah, it. Darren, 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 Darren hates it, but... <laughs> you, see, you see his voice just went, went, went a few lower octaves. Put my, like put my, deep, <laughs> my radio voice on. <laughs> <laughs> he got his NPR, his NPR voice on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I guess I've just learned, like, when you're truly, like, being yourself and being authentic, like, people can see that. Like, it is just obvious. It's clear. I feel like, you know, I've watched YouTube videos before, and I felt like I couldn't connect with the person because it didn't seem like genuine. You know what I mean? And I feel like I have just done nothing but get on there and be myself from the very beginning. And that's never going to change. And it kind of has just worked out for me because people see themselves in me, which is so crazy because I'm like, who am I? Like, yeah. I still say that. But I mean, yeah, it just taught me to keep being myself and like you know that's gonna that's gonna take me places i mean it has so far so it's gonna keep going with that method being true to myself <laughs> that's dope that's the a dope realist message. Vol- the realest vlogger in it that's the dope message that hey, was- <laughs> <laughs> random but uh when you said uh you just want to be yourself made me think about um fresh prince have y'all have you guys seen that yet yeah. the, the reunion yeah I did see it. Yes, I, 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 I was like so was, crying yesterday when Will was at that with like OG and Bill. Oh my God. That was, that was, oh, I, me just, too. Just hearing her speak to speak to all. Yeah, the pain the that she went through, man. I, I was like, and that was like, when she was like, what did she say, why? Like, I think it was just, just why. Yes, I was why? like, oh, that. <laughs> Yeah, I was all uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I was oh, no. laid up. I made everyone like laid up on the couch, and I like had that single Denzel thug tear like <laughs> just streaming down. That was emotional. At all. At all. <laughs> but like, like, like I was telling Kurt the other day, like, um, like she said, like that. You know, it's good that he's making amends, you know, and trying to, you know, right or wrong, if you will. But that took her career away from her right? yeah like that's like yeah. he was by far the strongest actor on the show yeah right like she mm-hmm. was an integral part to that show and she easily could have went on to you know be a lead actor in, in, a, in a hit you know network series or even yeah. movies and but she just yeah you know career had the chance. Out, unfortunately yeah. yeah but it was heavy man that was, yeah. was right. heavy. but it was good it was nice to watch it really was it really was if you haven't seen it go check it out fresh prince reunion um, before we get out of here, uh, what have you guys been listening to lately? What new music, new music, old music, doesn't matter. Right here at the Music Support um, Group, we support all music choices. So if you, even so, if you listen to country, <laughs> classical, orchestra, page, let us know what you've been listening to. Let the people know what you've been listening to. <laughs> She said she didn't watch the Gucci and Jeezy battle. So what were you listening to <laughs> or watching? <laughs> you know, what Did were you, you the Mozart? <laughs> what were you running not, on that 16 hour country. flight? What were you running on that 16 hour flight from London to, to Chicago or wherever you stopped? That's so funny. Um, I like a lot of R&B artists right now. I think those are like my faves. So I'm really 
listening to like Sir and Giveon. I, I, mm. I only heard about Giveon from his uh, collab with Drake, the Chicago freestyle yeah. song. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how I discovered him. Um, it's so funny to say this because I feel like I've been listening to a lot of uh, UK music now. Mm, I uh, wanted to I, ask I you this. Oh my God, I wanted to ask you this. Yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So I listen to a lot. I listen to a lot more of it now. But mm. the funny thing is, and like when I tell people that I meet in London, this they kind of roll their eyes. But I'm like, the first time I was really introduced to UK artists was through Drake. Yeah, because he <laughs> had so Drake. many. And I know, and they're like, <laughs> and they really. I I have to tell you guys because I asked somebody about that, like how they felt about about him. But um, yeah, I was introduced to these artists through Drake because he had so many features on the uh, mm. More Life album. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then I get to London, I'm like really learning who these artists are and learning new people and things like that. And I asked someone one time, like how they felt about Drake, like kind of still in their whole like flow, like in a song. I can't remember what song that was, but it was like the whole mm. London, like drill. Yeah. It was weird. And um, they said that they like it. They like that he's like putting them on the map. Yeah. And like, he, nice. they know that people wouldn't have known these artists, you know, their artists, if it wasn't See, for him. So they're not mad at him at all. That's they actually appreciate That's it. the biggest misconception with Drake. Like, everybody says Agreed. he's like, you know, Agreed. like, I, I, you know, hopping on these genres or whatever, you know, whatever they call cultural yeah. appropriating these genres, these new um, yeah. rap genres or whatever. <laughs> he's showing love to these things. And it makes yeah. you want to go and it. listen to, like... And- and he These always, other artists. always makes sure he always makes sure that like if he's you know dabbling in the genre, he's gonna collaborate with an artist in that genre. Yes. Bro, like he always makes sure yes. he does that. JB Blockboy has a, a slot in my music library because of Drake. Because Drake. I have no reason to know who that is. <laughs> I have no reason yeah. to, be, to be doing yeah. a shoot. None of that. No reason. None. To. It's a hundred percent. None. <laughs> so these are the real hard hitting questions, Paige. Oh boy. American music or UK music? Oh no! Um, I'm still gonna have to go with American music. It's just what I know and love. You know what I mean? Like I've just really started allowing myself to get more into the UK music because I was not really having it at first. I'm like, no, okay, <laughs> Actually, what's, what's the new like release coming taste? out? Was it like is. An, I think. I think so. I think so. Um, but they have like different genres there that are really popular so you have like the uk drill scene which mm. i think is inspired by chicago drill that's what i was um, thinking about it's kind of have... like rough and rugged like ain't it like it's about like yeah. i'm in oh, these streets yeah. i'm in these uk streets top yeah. boy, yeah. somebody, somebody. <laughs> yeah. top boy like <laughs> is it not weird hearing somebody be so aggressive in a british accent yes. i'm like yes, I'm yes. Really so i'm like i don't know like have you gotten used to that because i'm like my, like i can't take this i, I want to emulate you i want to mock you right now i can't my, i can't take you seriously. like what do you <laughs> i saw a tweet on twitter the other day that I, like was, it. I like it more i saw this tweet on twitter that was like um this this dude was like, you guys wouldn't last a day in these UK streets or whatever, and oh, everybody yes. and everybody was like, yeah, because I the breakfast, the food is there still, or whatever. <laughs> do, do they really be eating like baked beans for breakfast? <laughs> oh yeah, yes, no, my flatmate eats just beans, no beans on toast. Stop. No, you're lying. She has a can of beans every morning. Yeah, ew, that's the best thing. <laughs> that's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I'm no, I'm joking. I'm sure she's nice. Oh my god! I'm sure she's nice. All right, I'm sure she's nice. So, what is your like? Let's give us give us 
us Americans, um, some of your favorite UK rappers or artists oh, that we man, don't know about? Because there's so, a lot of like, there's a lot of UK artists that are like popular now here in the States. No, that's true. That's true. So let's see. There's this group called NSG that I really like. And they had like the song of the summer in 2019 and it was called Options. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a rapper. So they, and they have a new song that I've been playing like on repeat today. Uh, it's them. They're like featured on the song. The, the main artist is named Nines, N-I-N-E-S. And the song is called Airplane Mode. Y'all need to listen to it. Like it's a banger for real. A banger. I don't know. Cage Mariah certified listen, like, banger. Actually listening to these songs. Drop the horns. Drop the horns. DJ Kublam. Really? Certified <laughs> banger. You heard it here first. Do, are you able to like? Are you able to understand the lyrics without without reading the lyrics? Can you understand it now? Yes, I get the slang and stuff. Now I've been hanging around enough like guys and like people from London to know all the slang, so I know what they're talking about. Like you know how we talk about like our money in the song. They call money peas, which is short for pounds, because you know it's pounds mm, instead of dollars. So okay. they're like, yeah, I'm about my peas. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> oh, girl, he bought his peas. Okay. Okay. Yes, he bought his peas. Okay. He bought yes. his peas. <laughs> so it's little things like that that you'll have to listen and be like, what is he talking about? Your peas. Yeah. What you <laughs> It's definitely, you need a translator if, you, if you've never heard any British slang. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. Have you guys I, heard I, I the new transition to some, some music in the States? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys heard the new Meg? I know. Have you guys listened to the new Meg yet? I heard that Shots Fired song. She she, she put that Canadian dude in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> With an ice shovel. I don't even want to say his name, bro. He, <laughs> no, I don't think got, you should. Got him, a, got him up out of here. He just, Put the dirt on him, man. Put a flower on his casket. <laughs> Bro, when you said when you said like she murdered this dude in the chat, like I was I cut it on. I was like in the midst of running Jeezy's album and like I cut it on. And I was already in the mindset, like, all right, let's let's go, yeah. let's grind or whatever, you know. <laughs> so the next track, I was not expecting that at all. Bro, <laughs> she took all three seconds. Like she like she didn't even like waste no time. Just three seconds just <laughs> boom, you know, just off rip, shake them in the neck, like just, just it kept going. Like it was just, it was just. <laughs> Can you blame her? No, I, I, I laid it all on the track. No. Laid it no. all on the track. Yeah, she did. That was her <laughs> truth. Nothing else. That was her truth. That was, she spoke her truth, <laughs> and you could feel it too. That was like she. I feel like she did like did that like one take. That was like some. Theory. She yeah. just got that off her chest. Yeah. And that's just like she's like I'm done with it. It was it was one of those songs. no more. It was one of those songs that you don't even care. Like she off beat. Like it's like man, I feel you, man. Bro, I ain't even. <laughs> I, I was just like, <laughs> I was like Jesus. I was okay, okay. I was man, by by the time the song was over, I was sitting there like this in my. Right, the pause it. I paused it. Bro, <laughs> we was on the way to the doctor for CJ. I had to pause the track and look back at Elvis. <laughs> Oh my yeah, God! Yeah. Did you... <laughs> that lady was upset. <laughs> oh man, that's how you do it, though. That's how you do it. That's, that's how you really respond. Good. 
Paige, if you ever drop a diss track, please come on Rap Nerds first. Like, if you ever decide to dabble <laughs> in rap music. Let, let us drap it. Let, let's yes. us drap let's, like, let yes. us. I'm going to let y'all be my nose right <laughs> do y'all, do y'all, do y'all be, you be, like, beefing with other YouTube vloggers? Y'all be having beef? It's like a community that y'all just be. <laughs> yeah, have you ever had beef with a YouTube vlogger? Have you ever had beef with a YouTube vlogger? No, I've had beef with people in my comments, but never any other <laughs> YouTube vloggers. I've been arguing with people in my comments. The trolls, the internet trolls. <laughs> oh man! I'll drop a diss track to all of them. Oh man, Darren, what you been listening to, man? Before we get out of here, bro. Man, I uh, shit. I've been weird this week, man. I listened to Billy Holiday this week. Mm. Um, that two chains was was pretty fire. That was dope, man. That was dope. Um, I like. I love that Tony track. I love because I so I, I loved like so with my best friend. Shout out to Vic. Um, he out in LA too. You know Vic. Yeah. Um, his one of his favorite rappers growing up was David Banner, right? Mm. And so we always listen to that, you know, uh, I can't name the album, but the album had 22s on it. Uh, 22s and then Like a Pimp. Uh, and so I love that, like, especially Like a Pimp. I thought it was yeah. one of the coldest beats I've I love ever heard that. in my life. I, yeah, and, and so that. I love the fact that he, and Tony, like, he switched up the flow of, of the track and then and sampled the Like a Pimp uh, beat and that just, that just made that took the, the Man, album over the top for me. So that, I love that. That feel away by with him and Kanye. Kanye's verse was like trash, but I, I I'm I'm kind of a fan with like swag rap now. Like I I've, I've kind of grown yeah. out of like this lyricism. Like mm-hmm. you got to be barring people up phase or whatever. Like really, yeah. Like if if if, if it, I, it, it has the, a pl- has a place for it. Yeah, it, you know it has it. certain places or whatever. But yeah. if your flow is like nice, and, you know, Kanye, if Kanye can catch a beat. You know, even at his old ass age, like if he catch a beat, he can ride mm-hmm. or whatever. So him and him and like him and Chains, like going back and forth, was was dope. So that that was my favorite track off the album. You do that in that quarantine. That in quarantine too? with Mulatto. That that was uh, the video. Uh, video is dope too. I, I, I can't watch it, dude. I can't watch it. I can't watch her, bro. Because I, I saw her on that um on that that rap show <laughs> when she was a kid, when she was oh, like fifteen, God. sixteen. I can't watch it, bro. I can't. I can't. Even time, every, I, I understand that. I understand that. But it's like, like that's old. It is. It's like four years old. But it's like, oh my god. I don't know. Like you watch these shows, and you're like, you get like you said, like you grow attached to these like kids or whatever. Like they're like little kids on the show on the rap game with Jermaine Dupri. You never seen that show, bro? There's a show called The Rap Game with Jermaine Dupri. They're like little kids on there. About, I'm, I'm, and they'd be on it. And Mulatto, and Mulatto was on that show. I, don't, I think she wanted it or whatever, but she was on that show when she was like 14, 15. So seeing Mulatto then and now is like, whoa, like I, I still need time to adjust. So give me, give me you a few weeks. Same way about Kylie Jenner? No, because she's been dating Travis Scott since she was like 14. So she been. <laughs> Let me stop. Anyway, not Travis Scott. Um, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> what? What? Anyways, <laughs> um, what was I listening to? What was I saying? They got me. I don't even know what I was talking what about. Oh, to, um, <clears throat> two chains. Oh, yes, what I was gonna say. Um, I think the whole vibe, right? Like the you know rappers swag raps. Mm. I compare that to like it's easy listening, right? I compare it to like shows that you watch that don't require much thinking, right? So like we cut on the office because it's like you yeah, it's easy watching. TV. You know, you're not looking for deep insight. You just want to laugh and enjoy yourself. That's kind of like what like the baby teams of the world are to me. It's like mm. it's a vibe. I'm enjoying myself. I'm gonna laugh. I'm having a good time. 
I don't need to be, you know, the psychology of life broken down to me in every bar. Like, I, I don't need that right now. Like, so that's, so it's, it's okay. There's, there's always going to be a place for them, them vibe raps. Yeah. Um, so, oh, Baby Keem, that's what I'm listening to this week, too. Baby, so, Baby Keem, Billy Holiday, and his two chains. That Baby Keem is fire. I don't know if you, if you guys have never heard of Baby Keem. Um, what's it? Is it called? It's not called Die Young, is it? What's the name of his album? Um, I can't even, I don't know, have it up. The, the one before that was, um, Damn. I don't want to say the name of his no, album. Oh, he soda. has that Orange Soda song. Oh, the Orange was it Soda song. Ride, ride from, oh, exactly, Orange Soda. Was it, I think the last album was, um, I Ride From, Die From No, it's Die, Die From My Bitch. Yeah, Die From My Bitch. Die From My Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, my mom's going to be like, what the, what did you say? <laughs> Sorry, mom. Mommy wants to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's how much he loves it. I don't know. I don't... <laughs> it, it came out last year, but it's a, if you haven't listened to it, it's a really good album. It's like a real fun album. Drake actually said, I remember Drake said in an interview last year that it was like one of his favorite albums of the year. Um, so just wow. old. And Drake Coastline is big too. Yeah. So. And he's Drake Kendrick Coastline. and he's hey, Kendrick man. he's Kendrick Lamar's little cousin. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know that until oh. I think one of you guys said it in the yeah, chat. Yeah, he's Kendrick. That. That's why Arshan always calls him baby baby uh baby Kendrick. He's baby like Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's little hey. country. They just did an interview together for like I think for GQ or something like that. So it was kind of dope. Um I've been listening to Omar Apollo's new album, Apollonia. That's really good. Um that really, 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 really good, good album. Um also been listening to that future and Lil Uzi Vert, Pluto and Baby Pluto. I actually need to run that back because I was doing work and I don't think I gave it my full attention. So I need to run that back. Um, it's, it's so fun. Like I, I, it just, I love listening to like I love Uzi listening rap. to Uzi, like, it man. Just, it just makes me want to dance, smile, dude. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always dancing every time I listen to Uzi, man. Um, and then I listen to uh, I always get his name wrong. It's Maciago, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, he dropped the new little Masego. Masego. Right. Yes. Um he dropped a new EP called Study Abroad. Um it's like a yes. four or five track. Have you heard it, Paige? Yeah. It's yeah, it's really, Love really him. dope. Really, really dope. Um so yeah, that's what I've been listening to outside of just me. Do you have any more UK R and B artists for us to listen to? UK R and B, absolutely. So y'all know uh Georgia Smith, probably through Drake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there's yeah. uh Mahalia. There's this guy called Coltrane. He's really good. Mm. There's so many. Uh, Mira May. There's so many good R&B people. They have good music overall. You just really have to give it a chance. There's um, a playlist on Spotify called like UK Rap, UK R&B. If you just listen to it, I give it a chance. You I, might can like it. The, I can is, give the R&B is, more a of a chance than the rap. I, I I've, I've tried to and I, I I've tried to give the rap a chance. And there are certain rap songs that I've heard. Uh, I think Chris Gooding posted one recently, and it was pretty dope. Um, but you know, what we should do in the chat is um, get everybody picture and we'll create. We should create a UK playlist. Oh boy! And we'll take some of, <laughs> take some of Paige's suggestions. And we can't be talking about music. Just not sharing it. That's so true. That's true. Yeah. So Perfect. if you if you could Perfect. if you could just send us your favorite, you know, ten fifteen of favorite uh, UK tracks, both rap and R and B. So we, we try to try to pick uh try to pick artists that aren't Adele aren't Adele <laughs> outside of Adele. It's only one I know. Well, I guess we know more. I just be. You know, I, I've also realized that well, like you'll notice you'll listen to an artist and you won't realize that they're UK, like they're British or. That's true. You don't yeah, hear the accent usually when they yeah, sing, yeah, but when they rap, when they rap, it's kind of hard to hide it. Yeah, 
definitely. <laughs> I feel like they're just coming over and taking our jobs, like our entertainment jobs. Oh, uh, don't start that. You're just <laughs> a man over here. Don't start Republican over here, bro. <laughs> bro, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Mike's laughing, but he knows the, he knows what I'm talking about. Mike's laughing. He knows what I'm talking about, though, bro. Listen, hear me out, bro. Black first black Star Wars, UK. Dude who played Martin Luther King, I think, is from London, man. He, he is, he is, he is. Snowfall. Harriet, the Snowfall. girl who played Harriet Tubman is from London. And then she says some she says some crazy stuff about American blacks. Whatever. I I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Anyway. We're done. We gotta get out of here. I don't want Paige to get jumped on when she okay. get back to the UK. <laughs> Jesus, you still gotta go back home, bro. Like, I'm she, sorry, I'm sorry. Like, no, come on, chalk it up, Relax. chalk it up, Relax. chalk it up. I'm sorry. We, we, we want, we want listeners in the UK. I'm sorry, we, we do. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Relax, bro. I got, I got besides myself. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, on a positive note, I love Snowfall. He's English. I love Snowfall. And I love your boy from um um. Uh, what's the show on FX? He's London too. He's from British. He's from UK too. Snowfall. Snowfall. What are you talking about? No, not yeah. Snowfall. That's it. I'm sure. I'm sorry. I'm not paying attention. You know who else is the dude from All American? He's English too. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, right, never mind. <laughs> last, last question. Last question. Last question. Is it? I've heard people. Is it okay to like British English? Is there like? Is it okay to say either one? Is it one's more offensive yeah. than the other? Or does it matter? It's okay. No. Um, I think English kind of, don't quote me on this, but English is kind of more like white people, like mm. British people. You could be British black, you know, British, you okay. know, whatever, Got but you. English, if you say someone's English, they're usually white. Okay. Cool. All right. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to all like UK <laughs> listeners out there. I, I'm sorry I didn't mean to go on that rant. You know, I felt like Gucci. I had to get that off my chest. Um. I feel like Gucci. <laughs> I feel like You're Gucci hilarious. man in 2006. You are hilarious. <laughs> this man said they are taking our jobs. <laughs> you are hilarious, man. Anyway. He's very Republican. Bro, I'm like, what are you <laughs> going on here? Get this right when you're out of here. Anyway, Kurt by himself. <laughs> anyway, be sure to follow Rap Nerds, Rap Nerds underscore MSG on Instagram. Um, also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Rap Nerds. Subscribe, please. Subscribe so we can be like Paige, please. Yeah. Please subscribe. <laughs> Thank you, subscribe YouTube <laughs> uh, we wanna Again, we want to thank the illustrious Paige and Mariah for joining us, having a great Aww, time for us. Thank you, guys. Go ahead. It was so much fun. We had a great time. We had a great time. Yeah, once again, this is Kurt, aka Lou Orgren the Third, um, out here in LA. Go ahead, Darren. Darren, 40 Ounce Guru. Um, we appreciate you guys. Also, um, Paige, go ahead and plug your plug your content, plug your page as well. Oh, yeah. Um, you can find me everywhere online at Paige Mariah. So, follow me. <laughs> subscribe subscribe <laughs> and like subscribe and watch yes watch like they be like y'all be watching yeah. them NBA young boy videos watch keep it on loop watch keep it on loop right. fall asleep to it alright right. yes. right, y'all y'all have a, uh, yeah. a blessed day blessed weekend um, thanks thank again for joining us right. peace. peace thank you bye bye